You want to, again, appreciate where you are, what you're doing, who's with you, all that stuff, um, because um, you don't want to get caught up in the past or, or worried about what's going to happen in the future. You want to savor each of those moments as it passes. Well, hello, everybody. Happy Friday. If you're listening to this at uh, the day this uh, episode is released, this, of course, is the Run the Race podcast hosted by yours truly, Jason Dennis, a TV news anchor here in Columbus, Georgia, just across the state line from Alabama. And uh, things are getting a little cooler down here, kind of a taste of winter as we're uh, in the middle of October and um, things are going well for us. And, you know, uh, on this podcast, we talk about fitness and faith and uh, on the last uh, episode, we had someone, uh, a pastor, telling us about how to um, tell others about Jesus, how to share him with others while being comfortable, and how to go out there and, and, and help other people, no matter what, no matter what you're going to get in return. If you get nothing in return, helping others despite that, uh, not looking for something. And, uh, you know, I, I know when you tune into this podcast, you're looking for us talking about things, uh, you know, how to, how to get fitter and how to uh, get better mentally and spiritually and emotionally. Well, one thing that uh, you know a lot of us do is we have a tendency to live perhaps in the past or live in the future. We're looking back at like maybe something we regretted doing or not doing, or maybe a mistake we made, or oh how good things were you know months or years ago for us. Or we live in the future like okay if I only had this life would be better, or if I only had this job, or only could uh, you know run better, or only you know lost this weight. Um, you know looking into the future, you know that that uh, I hope that this was what my life will be like five or ten years from now. Now. So uh, today, that's what we're talking about. This is uh, you know one of those uh, shorter episodes. We call it Food for Thought on Friday, and uh, we're talking about uh, you know do you live in the present um, or uh, you know because it's you know you hear it the present uh, is called that because it is a gift. Is it's a present you you get it you know on Christmas or, or uh, your birthday and uh, we we all love getting gifts so the present is where we are living what we are doing right now and uh, I had an interesting um, you know uh, incident that happened uh, while I was running with a friend uh, several months ago his name is James Adams here in Columbus and um, he started running several years ago lost a lot of weight and now he's a very talented runner running long distances like races that are 20 50 60 miles in fact he's about to run his uh, first ever unprecedented for him 100 miler the um, Pinhody 100 a pretty famous race in Alabama and for him he said it's a, an uncharted territory uh, he's sticking to the training plan, trusting the process, and uh, he admits you know it's, it's intimidating, but he really um, you know the goal is just to finish. Well, let me tell you a story about James. <clears throat> I uh, he was running a 50k here in Columbus. We call it Southern Fried, uh, put together by Project 42 Running, and uh, I uh, was running with him and a few other friends during that race. Uh, not necessarily not really pacing them, but just running with them. I had kind of a long run that day, didn't sign up for the race, but uh, I said, well, my friends are running, so let me kind of you know jump in for a few miles with them during this uh, 25K or 50K. Well, I was uh, you know uh, going to go over there and, and talk to him after we had run 
run a, a mile or two together, I looked down at my watch. I could see, you know, what our last mile was in terms of the time, how long it took, what our pace was. I was about to tell him, and he stopped me. He says, no, definitely do not tell me what the time was for that mile. Don't tell me my pace. Um, he says, I, I want to live in the here and now. I, I want to run what I'm doing right now, live in the present. I don't want to worry about what happened the last mile or the last half mile or worry about what's going to happen the next mile. And, and what he's running really uh, by feel and being in the moment. That's what we're talking about in, in this episode for the next uh, 10, 15 minutes, you know, being in the moment. And uh, there's a lot to be said for doing that, not just for running or for sports, but for life as well, uh, living in that moment. So I asked him about that philosophy and how he, you know, how he developed that in terms of uh, just the, the way he goes about running or maybe life as well. This is what he told me. He says, I start my watch at the beginning of a race and I turn it to time. So it's time only. He says, I don't want to know any other metrics so I can tune into my body instead of a watch telling me how fast or how slow I'm going. Um, and there was a, a race that I actually ran um, with him as well. I did a, I think it was a, a four-hour version of it, and he did a 12-hour version of it, and it was called Hot to Trot. And he says, I had no idea how far I went till I stopped running. And he finished, by the way, second place in that, um, ran a bunch of miles. He says, if I see mileage, I may think I should feel a certain way. It helps me to bring the be in the moment and not long for the finish line. And he said, more simply stated, I want my body telling my brain what's going on, not the other way around. Um, and uh, he says it's just kind of a, a practice of mindfulness. So think about that. It's his, it's your it's your body telling your brain what's going on instead of your brain telling your body what's going on. So uh, I looked, I did a little bit of research, and uh, there is such a thing called mindful running. And uh, I, I found the, an article on balance.media. This is part of our Friday Food for Thought. Uh, some, some lessons I'm learning as well. And, uh, you know, we're out there running or, or any sport that you play or in going out to the gym. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that can be in our way in terms of obstacles um, and, you know, fear of failure, stress, maybe because of future ambitions. And, and you have these, uh, these thoughts that are or negative thoughts telling you that you're not good enough. So um, that distracted mind that can pull us away from focusing on, you know, whatever it is that we're doing. And like for running, it's putting one foot in front of the other. It's simple as that when you when it comes to running. And we get caught up with, you know, just those things that we're trying to do, like complete a race or reach a certain goal or finish that workout. And, um, it, and, that, and doing that, focusing on those things, the accomplishments, the, the end, instead of focusing on the joy of the journey itself. It's all about the journey. Like when you train for a marathon, it's three or four months and it leads up to running for three to five hours in that one day. And, uh, you know, mindful running, which is kind of what we're talking about a little bit here in this episode, mindful running, according to this article, is really attention running. It's about being more present focused. And uh, when your mind wanders, which all our minds tend to do, you guide it back to the present moment. Um, it's a technique you use. And, and so t- today, you know, these next 10 minutes or so, we're going to talk about some of the things that you can do to be more mindful when you're running, in your life, in your workouts, um, maybe at church, 
And uh, it, it all requires an intentional effort to pay attention to the task at hand. And also, you don't want to pay attention to the environment, things going on around you, and, and, and focus on your body and your mind. And to lean into those experiences and uh, doing that with a little more ease, a little more efficiency, and, and also more intentionality. Um, and, you know, there's some going to be some distractions in there uh, when it comes to life or your walk of faith or running. Um, there's going to be some pain. And studies suggest that the more we push away the suffering, the more intense it becomes. And kind of a, a side conversation. I know a lot of you guys like streaming shows, Netflix uh, and and um, Hulu. And I, I watched a show. I, I didn't think I would like it, actually. I watched it a few months ago. It's won a bunch of awards now called Several. Uh, the executive producer is Ben Stiller, uh, and it was a really fascinating show. I think it's about eight episodes, again, on Apple Plus, if you get that. And uh, <clears throat> Severance, it was interesting because, you know, I won't you know spoil anything or give anything away, but the premise is that uh, this main character has lost his wife. So he's dealing with some major trauma. And um, to, to, to kind of get away from that trauma, run away from it, and not have to deal with it and deal with that pain he's going through, he goes through this procedure called severance, which um, in essence is when you go to work, you uh, forget and lose all your memories chemically to everything that's going on in your personal life. So you're only at work, only there, and present, like we're talking about in this episode, being present. But uh, when you leave work, you, you go through this elevator and you forget everything from work and you are only involved in your personal life. So you're almost like two people. And so he's running away from his trauma. But is that really the right way to do it? Because if you run away from that pain and don't acknowledge it and you're just kind of you know severing or separating that, um, that you know, a lot of uh, counselors, therapists say that's really one of the worst things to do because really it only grows. Um, and because um, it's not that you, uh, you know, don't feel those things. You have to acknowledge that. And um, you can change your relationship to pain and discomfort if you if you simply, you know, try to, if you kind of say it's there and I'm not going to ignore you, I'm just going to disarm you. And because um, you're going to feel those things when you're running, you're going to feel pain. When you're going through some tough things in life, you're going to feel pain. So you don't, it's just about not, it's just about avoiding wasting that energy, making the situation more challenging by piling on that additional strength and angst that you're going through. So really it's, it's uh, embracing the struggle and, um, you know, and, and, um, I hear from army it's, it's called, you know, uh, embracing the suck is what, what army and, and Rangers say ultra marathon man, Dean Carnazes says, this is what he said. I've tried using positive mantras and other things, but with pain, you can't fake yourself out. Really tuning into the pain and embracing the struggle is more effective because it dissipates its impact. Think about that. You know, you, you embrace it, embrace that struggle and pain. And it's there, you just kind of, you know, um, and, and I had a friend who helped me get into running nine or 10 years ago. And, and Chris Trawick, he told me, uh, make pain your friend and you'll never be alone. I've I remembered that quote ever since he said it. So instead of, uh, and, and another thing is that um, have that awareness of what your body is going through and your mind and your emotions, instead of just kind of running on a scheduled workout, no matter what, you know, doing it, you know, going to the gym, no matter what, going on that run, no matter what, tap into how your body's feeling and make those decisions on purpose about when to push and when to back off. 
And, um, you know, another big thing is what, what are you, what is your going through your mind? What are you having positive thoughts or maybe you're having negative thoughts? Like I'm too slow. I, I really stink at running or I'm not good enough at this job or, uh, you know, other people around me are doing better. Um, so it's perfectly normal to have those thoughts, you know, as a runner, as a coworker, whatever, but the key is to really not buy into those thoughts. Um, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't believe them, I guess. Uh, you know, just, uh, you've got to believe that, um, that you are better than that. And you, you know, God will help you. The Holy Spirit will help you to know that, um, that you are better than those negative thoughts that perhaps the devil is putting in there to, to make you doubt yourself and that, that you feel like you're not good enough because God made you to be good enough. And, uh, especially if you look to him for your strength and, you know, all these things, they were talking about with running and uh, ways to kind of be in the present and and not you know live by these goals of finishing this race or going by a certain time or you know, completing this goal. Kind of, again, living on that journey and being present in the moment that can apply to your life as well. This article from VeryWellMind.com uh, talks about you know some steps to do that. It, first of all, we talked about it. Notice your surroundings, your environment, um, and you know how often do you really take time in your day to to, to look around and sit down and see what's going on. So maybe this is a good opportunity for you right now. You can pause the podcast, um, close both your eyes, take a deep breath, and then open them and then kind of just take in where you are. You could be sitting at your house, could be outside, could be at work or um, wherever else. And um, you know, it's if you do that, it's really easier to live in that present moment. Also, um, instead of multitasking, juggling those multiple tasks, which makes it hard to live in the present moment, we all try to do it. We all think it's the most effective way to do it. So don't do that, but focus on one thing at a time. Think about how produ- how much more productive you can be when you're fully engaged in that one task. Those other things, you know, put them on to-do list. You can go back and do them, you know, the, the later on that day or the next day or whatever. Uh, if you're working on something and, and you want to give it your full attention, research shows that that'll help you with the details, the small things to be able to do that job better, or do that run or workout better. Be grateful for what you have now. Uh, you know, I'm recording this on Thankful Thursday. This is coming out on Friday, which I'm thankful for that it's it's going to be Friday. Uh, if you're really focused a lot on things that you don't have, you're not going to really be taking that time to appreciate um, what you have in the moment. You know, it's a gift. The present is a gift. Uh, living right now. So so here's some homework for you. Write a list of things down that you're grateful for. Review that list on a daily basis. And maybe even just right now, write down three things. Just make it quick. Three things that you're grateful for in your life right now. And uh, we have Thanksgiving coming up in a little more than a month. Uh, you know, we don't want to, we don't need to wait till then. Be thankful for things right now. Um, another step from very well, it was accept things as they are. Because um, you can't control everything that happens around you. You don't want to just focus Focus on how you want things to be, the perfect ideal. Practicing that acceptance of things as they are will help you to let go of things in your life that are simply 
out of your control. So focus on what you can control. Spend time with uh, people who make you feel happy and fulfilled. If you have positive people surrounding you, supportive people, uh, that will uh, make you a more positive person and it will increase your happiness. We all want that, right? So surround yourself with people that are, you know, that uplift you and are positive, not the negative Nancys, right? Uh, practice some deep breathing exercises. You heard me breathing earlier. Uh, sit down and do that. Uh, take slow breaths, um, you know, trying to prevent any feelings of panic, any negative feelings, you know, breathing that sounds simple enough, but, you know, breathing is important, you know, not just walking around, but just taking that time to just take some deep breaths. And um, two other things uh, from Very Well um, and uh, this article, two last things. They say, take a break from social media and technology. Well, we could all use that, right? Um, that can help you more stay more present focused. One thing that I'm working on in particular, uh, when you're around other people, especially your family, your spouse, your kids, your sister, your brother, your, your you know, uh, girlfriend, your boyfriend, focus on those people. Focus on the environment around you rather than be distracted by your smartphone, which is so easily to check all that social media. Um, also, you know, what I do, you know, I'm running on a pretty much daily basis. Get that regular exercise. Maybe do some yoga as well. I want to get back into that. Uh, that can help you stay more focused on the present. Um, and uh, you want to, again, appreciate where you are, what you're doing, who's with you, all that stuff. Um, because um, you don't want to get caught up in the past or, or worried about what's going to happen in the future. You want to savor each of those moments as it passes. That's definitely great advice um, from from that article from very well. And this last article I found is from healthandsportperformance.com. Uh, again, it's titled Stay in the Moment, Three Techniques for Developing a Process Focus as an Athlete. So, uh, you know, we, we have stress in our life. We have stress in our workouts, whatever. And um, so you hear about athletes um, and uh, whether you're a runner or you're a basketball player or you love to play soccer or tennis or whatever, um, you know, you, you can sometimes get – you know, in the zone or uh, in the flow. And you hear about pro athletes doing that as well. And so um, they said that, you know, gold medalist gymnast in London, you know her well, Gabby Douglas from the Olympics. Uh, she said, um, you know, self-talk was a big thing for her. And so we talked about that earlier, kind of having positive thoughts, not negative ones, because um, those are going to happen. Just don't give them all that attention. So this is what she said. Gabby Douglas said, of course, I still got nervous during the Olympics, but each day I just visualized the perfect routine. Hear that? Visualized. I had little conversations with myself. Watch the corners. Keep your feet together. I didn't think about winning. I thought about how great I could be that particular day. So it's not about just the the winning that race or or whatever else, um, you know. So this is what we call process goals. Uh, it's keeping in the moment and keeping focused. Um, so um, if you're, you know, those process goals, those are a hundred percent within your control. They're not outcome related. They're not outcome goals like winning a game or placing in a race, scoring, running a certain time, getting that job, um, getting that promotion, or um, you know, and and getting that raise or uh, having that stature on this local board. Um, those are you know things that are out of your control. Process goals are 100% within your control. So focus on the process you are trying to carry out. That's uh, one of those uh, steps. 
And another one is devote 100% of your attention to that task. So uh, hopefully uh, those um, those things uh, give you some ways to stay in the present and uh, be in the moment and uh, savoring that. Um, just like my friend James Adams, you know, running alongside him, he was adamant about not knowing, you know, how that last mile went, how fast he was going. He was totally by feel and um, kind of getting a sense of that. We so, we're so focused on um, our technology as runners or just in life in general. Sometimes it's just a matter of just unplugging a little bit and just, you know, going by feel, doing the best you can, having that process, trusting the process of training, whatever it's for, if it's for a a marathon or for that next job, uh, trusting that process and trusting God that he will get you through that. You do the best you can. He's given you gifts and you just got to run with it, right? So uh, thank you so much for joining us for uh, Run the Race. I'm going to close this out in prayer real quick. Uh, Dear Lord, just thank you for um, just your presence that you give us. And, uh, and, and focusing on you every single day and being happy in the moment we're in, um, not doubting the past or worried about the future. But, um, but we know it says, uh, you know, worry doesn't add another day to your life in the Bible. And God, that we can just focus on you first and foremost, but also focus on what is happening right now with us and the things that um, you know we can control, and that is doing our best, whether it is on a run, on our job, or anything else, and focusing on that and living in that moment and being happy there and not dissatisfied with what's behind or what's ahead. We know that you have us in your hands. In your name we pray, amen. So thank you so much again for being with us. Hope you learned a little bit about uh, focus and uh, being right there in the moment, in the zone. And uh, sometimes easier said than done. I'm kind of preaching to myself, teaching myself here as well during this uh, 20-minute uh, Food for Thought podcast that's coming out on uh, on a Friday. I hope you have a great weekend. And uh, next episode, we're going to talk to somebody, speaking of running, um, uh, a, a guy that I've gotten to know a little bit uh, here in town who just ran ran the Moab 240. That's 240 miles he ran. It took him several days out in Utah. Uh, and uh, it's the first time he'd done that distance for sure. And he, I think he placed in the top 20 overall in this really big race out west. So we're going to talk uh, to Lee about that and uh, just uh, how he was able to do it. I'm sure he, he used a lot of uh, mantras there, uh, having to do a lot of walking, a lot of running, and uh, kind of fighting through that pain, um, embracing the struggle and, uh, and moving on one foot in front of the other. So looking forward to that conversation next week on the Run the Race podcast, which you can, of course, find any of those previous 127 episodes on WTVM.com slash podcast. So uh, we'll see you, folks.